Imagine there was a fairy godmother and you would know exactly why you are here on this planet and what your superpower is and how you can create your dream business. <laughs> well, your wish might come true. In this episode, Andrea Nina de Guzman and I are talking about how to build your most successful brand by knowing your human design. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Kirsten Hewer and you are listening to the Authentic Branding Podcast, your place to get inspired to build a thriving brand by leading with your heart and standing up for what you believe in. It's time to stop overthinking, staying hidden and waiting for the perfect moment. Our world needs more heart-centered leaders and now is your time to shine. Are you ready to say no to outdated marketing tactics? And yes, to authentically leaning into who you are, so you can show up with joy and unstoppable confidence and build your brand from a place of abundance and alignment? This podcast will show you how. Welcome, Andrea. I'm so, so, so excited to have you here. Thank you. Welcome, it's a welcome. pleasure. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Um, just uh, for everyone, um, just maybe introduce yourself, say a few words of what you do, and uh, then we can dive into this super exciting topic. <laughs> Perfect. Well, okay. Um, just as you said, I am a transformational catalyst. My place of service is to help entrepreneurs, solopreneurs release their inner saboteurs and really reconnect with their inner wisdom so that they can step into their power and serve their purpose in this world. I, I'm a number girl by trade. I, after 15 years of in the corporate sector and running two large corporations, I left corporate life to really focus exclusively on personal development, which is my absolute passion. And I basically merged both of my experiences, my experience being and running a business and my experience with everything that I've learned about how the mind and the brain works and I'm a really firm believer, believer that, you know, business strategy and personal development go hand in hand and you can't really grow and scale a business without having done the personal work uh, as well. So it's, it's, and beyond that, it's really not about fixing what's wrong with you, but it's about embracing your inner perfection. So that's, I talk a lot about that, about embracing who we are and human design ties perfectly with that. So I'm really yes. honored to share this space with you. Awesome. And you know what? I came across human design um, a couple of months ago um, after going through uh, Jim Fortin's TCP program. And um, I like I have been in the branding and marketing business my whole life, I think over 25 years now. And uh, in the past few years, I really have uh, been focusing on um, personal brand development. And this is really all about uh, authenticity and aligning yourself with who you are because as you just said um, like without personal personal development and business development go really hand in hand and um, so I came across human design by by accident <laughs> um, if there is, a, is such a thing like this um, and so I was and the reason why uh, this was mentioned to me was because I was talking about niching down. I have been working with um, nonprofit organizations for 
at least 10 years we've been focusing on that but i felt there's something else in me and i i had a problem i said okay what where should i go now like is it i really i'm an entrepreneur and i really believe that entrepreneurs and um, nonprofits are the ones that are leading change and there's so much that needs to be done in our world and i just didn't know okay like i need to focus but i don't know how and what and then this lady said to me why don't you look into your human design and i thought oh human design this sounds cool what is it <laughs> so um andrea can you explain for everyone listening today or watching the replay what is human design in the most simplest simple way simple way okay well in its essence human design is really the science of understanding yourself it sheds light on your emotional energetic and psychological makeup it's kind of if you've ever wanted for those of you who are parents to have an, an owner's manual for your children that is what human design is it's your owner's manual it's how you are designed to run to interact with others to in every aspect of your life whether it's career business partnerships relationships and the way it's built is it brings together ancient wisdom with modern science. So it's the combination of astrology, the Chinese I Ching, the Hindu chakra system, the Kabbalah, along with quantum physics and genetics. And this combination really gives you this operating manual for how you are uniquely designed to make decisions, to communicate, and really make it easier for you to flow and create and show up in life in the way that feels aligned with you wow. and like i said before human design in the essence is not about changing who you are but it's about giving you permission to be who you've always been mm, yeah yeah and um i this is like so cool because especially like as an entrepreneur when you're out there wanting to market or trying to market yourself and looking into different strategies, we often find ourselves comparing with others, like what do they do? And then we copy it and then we are not sure and it's not working. And then we try this strategy because it's that work for this person. And then we get frustrated because it doesn't work for me. So um, I, I have found out that I am a manifesting generator and um I know there are five types of human design uh, types. And um, can you explain like what are those five types and like what is the difference between those? Sure. Um, yes, there are five types. It's basically how our centers are defined. Centers are processing centers where we process energy. So not everybody is designed the same way. That's one of the premises. And for example, um, we have manifestors. Manifestors make up 10% of the population. There are people who are here to, you know, walk at the beat of their own drum. They, they are really connected with this inner, we're going to call it like this inner wisdom, this inner flow that yeah. needs something needs to be brought to life. That is very different from what we see in our surroundings. So for example, for manifestors, they need to honor their cycle, this inner creative cycle that is not really connected to what to the traditional way that we work for um, manifestors are not designed to work nine to five. You know, they they have their own cycle and they need to honor their rest, but they also need to, to follow these inner surges. They need to also learn to trust whatever is brewing inside them. 
Mm. What happens is, for example, I, I see manifestors as this wild horse that has been tamed, tamed by society because when they're little, they have all these crazy ideas and they grow up hearing, you know, oh, that's not possible. Oh, you know, that's too difficult. Oh, you know, that's not going to work. And it basically disconnects them from this inner, this inner drive that they have to bring things into their life. Mm-hmm. So then once they bring it into their life, then the generators come up that they make up 35% of the population. And they are here to, to continue this, to bring life, to, to give continuation to these, these new ideas. A lot of the work, for example, with a generator is tied to joy. You know, the, this notion of business and pleasure, this old notion that they shouldn't work together is does not go with a generator. You know, business needs to be pleasurable for them. They, they need to really enjoy what they're doing. And they have this inner GPS, this inner intuition that's, you know, in their sacral that guides them to what their next step is. And, you know, that their, their success happens when they're giving themselves permission to really master their craft, to really master what they enjoy and then to, to teach it and something that they need to be careful with from a traditional business perspective is doing things because they have to do it, not mm-hmm. because they want to do it. So a lot of the work goes into teaching generators, you know, what do you want to do? Not what you have to do. Having is heavy. I want to do it is, is light and it feels more empowering. Mm-hmm. And then that brings us to manifesting generators, which are a combination of both. And that's you, Kristen, and that's me. Yeah. We are multi-passionate people, you know, um, we are here to do things at record speed. You know, we are here for manifesting generators are people who manage multiple projects at the same time, who can accomplish many things in very little time. And for those who aren't manifesting generators, it's mind blowing. You know, they tell you, how much, how can you run your day, you know, doing so many things. And it's so natural. For a I, I never stop doing things <laughs> exactly I, I get up and i start and then i i don't even take a break but once i usually go go and go and go until i'm exhausted and i fall to bed and that's it <laughs> because you're doing what you like so doing things that you like you know gives you even more energy and and you need to have these multiple projects going on because that's that you have so much energy that you need to to put your focus on multiple things at the same time. And, and not only that, but you also need to have freedom. Freedom is huge for manifesting generators to, to, to know, to do what they want to do when they want to do it because Mm -hmm. they operate at a different speed. Sometimes it can be overwhelming for a manifesting generator to slow down and do things as you know, it's something that's not aligned to your speed. So, you know, for them, imposter syndrome impost the imposter issue is is a huge thing because we are conditioned we live in a society where they tell you you know you need to focus on or be an expert in one thing mm-hmm. but you can't if you're you know if you're interested in multiple things then are you really an expert you know what does an expert really mean so there's a lot of doubting and you can quickly go into imposter syndrome yeah yeah and then we have projectors which are 20 percent of the population they are amazing human beings who have this inner wisdom. They, I call them the walking X-ray machines because they see through you. They see through your, they see your potential. 
they see through the masks that you're putting on. They are great at mastering a system. And they, because they see through you, they need to create the safe space to, to share what they see in you. Um, mm -hmm. They are great leaders. They are, you know, great, great coaches. Um, but something that they need to work on is to recognize themselves as that expert. They need to work on, you know, their, their value and to honor their value. Mm -hmm. And lastly, we have the reflectors, which are 1% of the population. There are very little, few reflectors here. If you've ever seen a, a chart that's tied to a reflector, it's completely white. You know, there are no centers defined. Wow. And they are walking mirrors. You know, they're here to, to kind of, they're here to be the barometers of how the health of our culture is doing. You know, they, they, they work deeply with communities. They, they are in tune with, you know, with, with teams, with, with small communities. And their mm -hmm. way of being is really an expression of what they're sensing in their surroundings. So they, they can be these unbiased judges. They're here to reflect and serve a well-being energy. And they're yeah. also here to predict patterns from what they're observing. So they're all very different. They're all great. We don't have best or worst. They all here are here to serve a unique space and a unique purpose in, in a, within a bigger collective. Yeah. Wow. And I think what I find is so interesting in this probably when we look into uh, team building as well, that we not only have manifestors in our team <laughs> or um, manifesting generators so that we have a mix. Is there usually like a specific, uh, like would I, um, like for specific positions, like is there, is it good to have a specific type of um Rather than type, so I think it's, it's, it's really important for your team to really know their design. Um, mm. I was, I'll give you an example. I was coaching a startup recently and it's a two member founding. The founding team is made of two members. One of them is a manifester and the other one is a projector. So what they're telling me is that they don't have access to sustainable energy so they can, they need their rest periods. And the manifester really needs time to go out and create things, but at their own space, at their own pace as well. So if you are in this process of really scaling a startup where you need to be doing activities daily in, you know, in a very intense way because you want to scale fast and you don't have access to that energy, then that means that your team is lacking mm. somebody with that energy. So we, we started looking for somebody with that energy to bring into the team to provide balance. Yeah. And, and, and once you understand how your team is made up, how you are designed and how your team is designed, then it becomes easier to see how you can really leverage each other's strengths and abilities. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. So um, talking about energy, like what if, if something like, if I'm not in tune, in tune with myself, with myself and um, are there any like, like, uh, the up and the downside of the energy. So what, like, like how, how does that work if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be? It shows up, um, I call them red flags, you know, in, in, for example, with a generator, a manifesting generator as well, 
you might feel frustration. And what that looks like is, for example, you're doing all the right steps. You're following everything to the T. You signed up for these wonderful coaching programs. You're doing the work and you're not getting the results. And that creates frustration. Yes. 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 Or... I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there too. <laughs> so, you know, frustration in that case is really a red, a red flag of why mm -hmm. that leads you to question, you know, why are you doing what you're doing? Are you really yeah. tied to your purpose? Are you really tied to your vision? And if that's the case, then, you know, just keep on showing up mm -hmm. and kind of ride through the discomfort so that you can get to the other side. Yeah. But if you're really doing this for another reason, I call it having an agenda, for example. Uh, an agenda is where you're not really tied to your purpose or a vision, but you're tied to having a specific income. Or because, or you're doing things because you see that everybody is doing them and you feel that you need to do them as well. Mm -hmm. Having that agenda will probably end up in frustration because mm -hmm. it's, the energy is not really, it's not focused on creating something, but it's really about pushing through. It's kind of like forcing things to happen. And that is that, that, that comes from a sense of insecurity or from lack. So because somebody else has it or is doing it, then I want to have it too. And in the case of projectors, for example, the, the, red, the red flags um, come up as bitterness, where they're not being seen or they're not being recognized. They feel they're offering all this wonderful and very valuable content and, and input and even feedback. And it's landing on deaf ears or they're even being criticized or, you know, their feedback is being rejected. So they mm -hmm. become bitter because they see the potential in people. And it, it's, it's very frustrating to them when they see they're just not listening to me. And we started looking into, okay, where are you pushing this energy? You know, where, what, how are you relating yourself to, to, your, to your peers, to your partners, to your clients, so that you can create the safe space of recognition mm -hmm. and they can invite you into sharing and really accepting what you're listening, what they're listening. In, yeah. a case, in the case of a, re of a reflector, it's seen as disappointment. Because they see all this potential, again, they're, they're the barometers of the world. They see what's possible and they see how we can change. But then again, they see us be really living out of alignment and they become disappointed because they see we can reach, we can do more and we can be more. And in the case of a, of a, of a manifester, it's, it's really expressed as anger. But anger, not in the, it's anger because they have so much creative energy there have so much energy from inside that when they are interrupted, it just, it just, it's like misplaced energy that is, that is expressed as anger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I also, when you just mentioned energies, um, my, like we have, I've run the profiles um, for our whole family, <laughs> which was very interesting. Or like, I, I just, as I mentioned in the beginning, I just tipped my toes uh, in it, into it. But um, so what I found out is that, I'm a manifesting generator. My husband is a manifesting generator. My our, One of our daughters is a manifesting generator. And our other daughter, the oldest daughter, is a manifester. Okay. And so what I have learned from the manifester is that he has, or that the manifester has a different type of energy, which is more repelling. And um, I found that so interesting because I felt that she is the one who always is separating herself from us. And um, she comes up with 
with ideas and she just does it. And, and I, I also learned um, that it is important for those manifestors to inform. Yes. Um, so is there a specific way like to how we can communicate with each other so that we uh, understand each other better? <laughs> yes, yes. In the case, for example, with your daughter, who's a manifester, they that's what I mean. They have this energy and basically their essence is I want to do it and I go out and do it. Yeah. And struggle. I don't care what you guys do, but I do it. <laughs> exactly. And the struggle is that the world isn't really prepared, you know, or maybe the timing isn't right because for example, with a child, you're supposed to be studying now. You're supposed to be doing other things and they're telling you, no, but I want to go out and do this. So it, there's this balance between my inner drive and what I'm supposed to be doing as a society or the role that I'm playing in a, in a society. That's where informing really comes into play. More so to prepare your loved ones, to prepare your team, to prepare um, your inner circle about what you're about to do so that when you go out mm -hmm. to do it, because it's so fast and it's very impulsive, there's a lot of the, the manifestors have a, this strong aura. You know that when you, you can feel their presence when they're in the room. And then likewise, you can feel their you can feel their absence when they're not in the room. So when they go out and do things, you might be caught off guard and that can be troublesome if you're not ready. So that's where the informing piece comes into play to prepare others and to, and it's in what's key here is not to ask permission. It's not about asking permission. It's really about, I'm telling you, this is what I'm going to do so that you prepare yourself, <laughs> but not, I don't need you to tell me whether it's possible or not. I'm just telling you, I'm, this is what I'm brewing. This is what I'm creating. That that's a great way to, to, to communicate in the case of, of a generator. A lot of the conversation is tied to, again, this notion of what brings you joy and because generators have access to this energy, I call it the Duracell bunny energy, where you can, you're can you going, you're going, you're going, you're going. And it can be very easy for you to just get caught up in things that you don't love, but that you have to do. So just because you have to do it, you just end up doing it, but they don't bring you joy. And then that ends up in frustration, that can end up in burnout. So the conversation is about what do you want to do today? What do you choose to do today and creating those safe spaces so that they decide and it's not imposed on on them you know yeah. and um and also talking about you know generators are these magnets for ideas they have so many ideas and they feel pressure because they want to execute all of them and not all of them are meant to be executed at the same time or by them so it, it's talking about okay what are you thinking about and what do you want to do? What feels right for you? What And bringing back the conversation to this inner wisdom, to your intuition. A lot of the dialogue is about connecting to your intuition again and stepping out from the head, from the should do's, from the have to's and going into, okay, what feels right for you or what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. So Andrea, is there a specific strategy? Um, because I think our society has... Um, has really trained us to to do things with our mind and just with thinking like yeah. starting with school like there is no inner intuition it's all about learning yes. and re remembering things and 
Um, so this is where how we are judged and how mm -hmm. we how we go into business life. And I think we totally lost the connection with with our intuition. And yes. I think from what I've heard, like for human design it's really important like to connect with this again so how does how can we do this like is there a specific strategy that um or yeah we we in human design those are called authorities the way that we decide but it, it really is the way that we connect inwards because you're right the mind is a great and it's a wonderful tool to help us process information to help us analyze but from a human design perspective, it's not really here to, to help us decide because a lot of this, a lot of what we have in our minds are beliefs that are based on our conditioning, right? Based on what we believe we should do, what we believe, what others expect us to do. Whereas here in our body, we have a lot of inner, I call it the inner wisdom, it's our intuition. And in reality, we have three ways of processing information. Yes, one is the analytical, but the other one is the intuitive and the other one is the emotional side. And we need all three. However, like you say, the school system and how even as we're running business, we're traditionally taught to run business on a more analytical level. Mm -hmm. And we silence the intuitive side of what, how we sense we should connect with our clients, of what we sense, how we feel that we should create or, you know, the products, the services, the, the courses that you want to launch. Mm -hmm. And we just go into overthinking and that often leads to frustration or inaction. So how we connect depends on your authorities. There are some people who really need to wait out, you know, who are tied to their emotional energy and really need to give themselves time to, to, you know, they decide something and they need to give themselves time to see if that decision sticks for a while, you know? So for example, if I want to launch this course before it becomes a hard yes, I want to see if I really want to do this, whether I'm happy or whether I'm sad, you know, regardless of my emotional state, if the answer stays aligned, then yes, that's a yes for me. For others, it's a more intuitive response. It's a, it's, it's like this knowing it's this, response from your body that's your intuition your gut saying yes this is for you or no this is not for you for others it's more of an instinctual response you know the, from from your splenic center and for another part it's it's really more about what do i desire hmm. yeah. really connecting with what do i desire so a lot of it is really in in all the cases it's about stepping away from the external world and really diving deep into your inner world, mm, yeah. your inner guidance, and, and connecting with everything that's brewing inside you. Mm -hmm. So for the um, manifesting generator, like, is there a specific um, um, way? Like, I heard uh, as if, I think that's how they work. Like, we need, as a manifesting generator, we need to respond so and i was wondering like what is this respond like what does like let's say i have an idea i want to launch and um do i have to wait do i have to do i have to wait for science before i can do something or yes. do i just do it and how yes. does this work like what is meaning what is it with the responding thing when it comes to generators and manifesting generators your strategy is to respond and what responding means is yes you come up with an idea but you're here to really dance with the world, to dance with the universe, 
So you, instead of focusing on, I have the idea, now I want to see how am I going to execute it, and you go into overthinking, you know, you're just constantly in your mind, you switch that and you ask a question. And you ask the question to the universe. Show me what is my next right step. Show me how I can create or how I can bring this project into life. Show mm -hmm. me if this is aligned with me. Show me how. You ask a question. And, and, and it ties to everything that we hear about. You know, The quality of your life is really a reflection of the quality of the questions that you ask yourself. Yeah. So we ask because as we ask our question, we really start focusing on other things because our mind is trying to answer that question. So we ask the question and we let the universe respond within our external environment with the yeah. answer. And so, a lot of that is, is, you know, it can come up as signs. It can come up as coincidences, you know, people reaching out to you um, in more, in, in easier terms, it's really about posing even questions on your social feed so that people respond, you know, are you interested in this? I'm thinking about creating this. Are you interested? And let people mm -hmm. respond. Or it's even about um, doing test trials, test for, especially for a manifesting generator, testing the waters, doing a beta launch, just to see, just to get a sense of, does it feel right for you? And also, does it feel right for the people that you're creating? What response are you, are you getting from this? Yeah. So, so with testing the waters and um, you, you mentioned in the beginning when, um, before we hopped on the call today, you said that you, you uh, came to know human design uh, about a year ago and then you, you thought, oh, this is, this is a lot. I don't know if I want to do it, but it showed up again and again. So is that like, it, like an example of the responding thing did you ask a question or like how does this like what yes. was your journey <laughs> I'll, I'll give you an example um with a recent course that i'm that i launched it's a, it's a program that is called the aligned business accelerator so it mm -hmm. really is to teach you how to do business how to run and create a business model that is based on your human design and this idea really came up in the shower of Oh, I should do this. And I have, and it was perfect. You know, and I already had the course laid out. I already knew what I wanted to talk about, but knowing my design, I knew that if I just went out and did it, I would get crickets because it has happened before. And I've created all these ideas and the minute I promote them, nobody answers, nobody. So then I asked the question to the universe. Does in this, in my case, it was okay. Universe, I have this idea does this idea want to be born? And I let it out and I really detached myself from the outcome. And I just asked, and I kept on showing up with my business day to day doing what I do. So then what happened was three clients came up to me in separate occasions when I was doing readings with them and we would go into the business aspect and they would tell me, oh, you know what? Why don't you create a course about this? Okay, that's one. Second client came up and she's like, oh my goodness, this is wonderful. I, I would just pay for this information. I mean, everything that you've given me has been great, but this has been gold and I really, really value it. Okay, second person that tells me that. And then I had another interaction with a third client who told me something very similar. So for me, that was a confirmation that yes, you know, this course was ready to be born. And the minute that I launched it, it was a very 
it's a soft lunch, but because it was aligned, because it was in the right moment, the response that I got from it was was very positive. And it, you know, without me putting too much effort, without me hustling, without you know, without me pushing through, it 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 sold out, and it and it and it's it's growing, and and I'm using it in my case as a manifesting generator as part of a testing experiment. So say, okay, you're interested. Now let's see, let, let's see how we can give it more life, how we can give it, you know, more, more sense into this, this course that we are creating. Right now it's an abated launch, but that's how it shows up. It's just shown, it shows up as coincidences or just ideas or people even calling you out and telling you, oh, I need this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, this is the yeah, I know exactly what you mean with that. And um <laughs> I and I went um I had this 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 amazing idea a couple of weeks ago and um it came up more or less overnight, <laughs> similar to you. And I, I said to my partner, oh, we need to do this. This is so cool. Like we have this, uh, we have our non nonprofit clients and this would be perfect. And uh, let's just do it. Like, and within, it was the fastest launch ever. Um, but I didn't, I didn't ask. And um, so I, I have been working on, on, on this uh, thing with two other clients already and it was going really well. So I thought, let's just launch it and see if we can create a program from it <clears throat> and we had like a good sign up for our uh, master class but then um nobody signed up uh later on and i know it's an i know it's really really valuable and i know it's a good class and the um the interest was there and then i thought maybe it was not the right moment maybe it was the wrong audience because i know it works i know it's good and people are doing similar things but like it was super fast super fun Mm -hmm. but it resulted in in zero sales exactly yes <laughs> and it's it's counterintuitive to what they tell you or what to many common programs tell you about how you should create courses you know the um, i'm i'm a design thinker i am i by, by training so i've done design thinking programs where you go out and you research and you ask the clients you know where are you what are your pain points and you create based on that, and then you create your minimal viable product. Yes. But this is very counterintuitive to all that. So, so would you think that, um, like, I'm just like, when you're just saying that, it feels like all the right steps, but maybe my energy isn't there, or maybe I'm, the right just I'm just feeling it. No, not feeling it, I mean. Yeah, it's not the right time. Or not, yeah. like you say, it's not the right audience. So when you take time to ask that question, and not only that, but you really detach yourself from the outcome. So you really let the universe respond. Mm -hmm. Then you get that confirmation that, yes, this is the, not only this is the right path, but why don't you follow this step? You know, in, in my case, I never thought about doing this program for coaches. My initial, my initial idea was I want to do this for small business owners who are not in the world of coaching. Mm. But then I got this response from coaches and I said, okay, maybe this is, yeah. this is my market for this specific product. And That's let's right. go for it. I am in the process right now of creating something completely different for multi-level marketing. 
And I never thought that that would be my segment. Never. So then how did this show up then? <laughs> it showed up as an invitation. Again, it showed up. I had a conversation with, with, with um, a few leaders in, in the company and they, they started asking about what I do, you know, with human design and hypnosis and, and transforming yourself, limiting beliefs. And, and they told me, this is what we need. Would you consider running this for our company? And I said, okay, yes, let me think about it. Then another company showed up and asked me this exactly same thing. You know, would you consider creating something for us or a training, something specific for us in the, within the personal development side? So it's, it's part of the responding. That mm -hmm. doesn't mean, and this is key, that you know, you're sitting on the couch all day waiting for the signs to come up. You yeah. still have to take action. You still have to show up. You still have to take the inspired action. I call it daily inspired action. Action that is really tied to your bigger purpose or to your vision, mm -hmm. right? And, and as you take action, you, you stay in alignment and you create these opportunities, these windows yeah. of opportunities to show up. So then the key to really building a successful brand is, um, is what? Like when we look into human design, like the... I think the key for, for, for a successful brand is to first detach yourself from what the world is telling you that you should do and to dive deep into and explore deep into who are you first? What is your purpose? What are you here for? What is your bigger why? What do you want to accomplish in this world? What do you stand for? And then when you, when you have that clear, then through human design, as you understand how you are designed to interact, how you're designed to create, how you're designed to communicate, to decide, to engage with others, you know, whether you're more, you can, you have more energy to create courses, whether you are more, you're designed to create one-on-ones, because we can look into a lot of that, even to the size of the groups. Human design gives you a lot of information onto that. Mm -hmm. It, I think it helps you detach from all these shoulds and have tos that traditional um, people tell you about how you should run your business, about how you should build your brand. Mm -hmm. And you step and it gives you more power to step into your business and to step into your, into your creation from a more authentic standpoint. Because brands really, you're, you're selling yourself, but you're selling your authenticity, right? You're selling who you, who you are. And when you are authentic, you really show up as yourself. You're not playing small. You're not keeping yourself in a box. You're really shining. You're really, you're really occupying the space that you're meant to occupy instead of you know, walking on eggshells so that you don't make a mistake. Yeah, absolutely. Um and like the, the, the shining and the energy, this is really it. Like if we feel confident and um, we can fill in like who we mm -hmm. are, then this is what is expressed. And yes. then you're not playing small anymore. Yes. Um, you and mentioned like knowing the why. Is, is knowing the why something that also human design can give us an answer? Yes, we, we call it the incarnation cross. It's your life theme. The, okay. it's, the, it's a combination of you have your conscious and unconscious side and, and the conscious and unconscious earth. So it's the first numbers when you run your charts, that is your incarnation cross. And it gives you a sense of how you're here, what you're here to, how you're here to show up, 
it's basically mm -hmm. like 80% of, of your personality that tied in with your profile really gives you a sense of what you're here to do. Um, okay. And it's, it's obvious, it's not going to tell you you're here to be an accountant. It's here to tell you, you're here to talk about these things. You're here to help people. For example, I was talking to a client the other day and a lot of, of her work is to help people embrace new ways of thinking, to really question the pattern, to really question the status quo. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's her purpose. That's her purpose in life. Mm -hmm. Another question, another client is, um, is here to really lead with love and to teach what it is about leading with love to really teach about embracing these new ways of leadership. Mm. And what the beauty of human design is that when we do a reading or when we, when, when we go through your charts, ironically, none of this is new knowledge. Nothing is new. It really is. It, it really connects. It really helps you reconnect with this sense that you already had. You know, it's this, it's this knowing. And, and, and many clients tell me this, like, you know what? I already knew this. You know, this, I already knew this from many years ago, but for some reason I shut it down or I stopped listening to this. And now that you're telling me this again, it's very validating to know that, you know, I was on the right path or that what I was sensing was actually, it makes sense or it's actually true. You know, it's not me going crazy. It, it really, it really is true. And that's part of your inner wisdom. And, and, mm -hmm. and I'm not the magician. I'm not the... You know, I'm not the fortune teller that's going to tell you how your life is going to be run. I'm just really here to, again, reconnect you with all that wisdom that you already have in you. Yeah. Oh, this is that is so interesting, Andrea. Um, also, in the beginning, when you said that the uh, manifesting generator like um, uh, needs freedom. And before I looked into human design, we did like a value exercise. And then I also... Um, identified like my brand archetype and freedom was one of my highest values has always been uh, and my brand archetype is the explorer so <laughs> I am really into I need to find new ways and that also expresses in um, when we are on vacation for example I still remember my friend and I we we were in Spain and we wanted to go somewhere I was reading the map and I at one point I said oh, screw the map just go and this is this is it's nicer here let's go let's go left the right the map says right but this is boring like let's go left <laughs> so it is like not being in a box like finding out what else is out there um so I find this like this is I think we are always looking for a confirmation because we are not maybe not trusting ourselves. Yes. And um, yeah, so I I've, I feel like um, since we started with launching programs and um, not working one on one, like not also not only working one on one, um, I feel that. I really like to do the deep work. I really need connection with people. For me, it's not really satisfying to put a course out there and then not knowing what happens with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yep. and it's your design. By looking yeah. at your profile, as I'm looking at your profile right now, you are definitely designed for a one-on-one -on -one work. So is there, um, I, I, we didn't talk about this earlier. <laughs> I know you looked at my design. I have no idea what you, what you see there <laughs> or not, <laughs> or if there are any red flags. Um, 
So I don't know, is there anything interesting that would be worthwhile to mention, to learn also for others <laughs> today? From, from your design, um, here's what I gather. You are, you have, uh, you're here to change the way that people think that um, there's this, a lot of transformation energy in you. And probably that's why you are connected to this world of, and really questioning, you know, what does Nishi mean? And questioning, you know, how, what does authenticity mean? And how can we create a more authentic brand? Because through the work that you're doing right now, you are challenging what has already been established. So there's this transformational energy, deeply transformational energy in you. There is this, there you have a lot of powerful energy of let's get things going. I imagine that you, once you, you know, you're, you get to it, you're a, like this go to person. You, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you have a lot of, a lot of energy, deeply intuitive. And there's also this, this, this channel about you that is, that is related to this knowing that you know how, you know, a lot of things you don't know how you know, but you just know, you just get this sense. And probably in your past, you have been doubting, or maybe even looking for facts, or, you know, rational ways of thinking to support what you know. Mm -hmm. Because it's very, it's, it's a subconscious, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's this deeper layer of knowingness that is not really tied to anything that's rational. You just have this information and you're really here to share it. The challenge mm -hmm. is to be able to share it when the timing is right and not to go into the self-doubt of, do I know enough or not? So it, and part of what your, your lessons here are to really hone into this inner knowing, to this intuition, to this, yeah, to this intuition, um, especially right now in this, in this, second stage of your life, which is after 40. Everyone mm -hmm. that's after 40, we, we, I feel that after 40, we really connect to this deeper sense of purpose. So that is one of your key lessons is to trust this inner knowing, trust that you know, and it's not based on knowing from reading, from studying. It's this deep wisdom, deeply connected knowingness that you're here to share. And a lot of the work that you're here to do is also to to, and what you're here to talk about is about bringing joy into what you do, doing things because they light you up and not because, not because it's, it's, it's for, you know, to attain something, but, be, you know, being and correcting things, but, you know, there's this component of joy in, in, in your work. And um, interesting that you say that because um, I have always been like a, um, like joy is also one of my my highest values and um i in the past i thought i can't be like fun uh and joyful and happy and professional at the same time yeah. i thought i have to um be serious and uh talk serious and do all those things a specific way and mm -hmm. not be fun mm -hmm. um and that was really like holding me or like keeping me in this box. Yeah. And I had like a, a light bulb moment when I was uh, um, facilitating a visioning session with, I think, 20 people. And I had um, I had this little um, squishy with me, like a little 
goof, goofy thing. And um, I said, so every time uh, nobody uh, is going ahead and wants to answer the question, I'm just throwing this thing and whoever catches it need to answer. So, and I did some fun exercises with dancing and all of this. And at the end of this like half day workshop, uh, two people came up to me and said, oh, this was so much fun. I thought like I would never uh, go through this half day workshop without falling asleep, but you did it so entertaining and we did so much done. Thank you. And I it's thought- It's part of your energy. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, energy is something that um, I have been told uh, and like everyone who's, when I do like, I love doing videos and uh, impromptu things. Although I am naturally like an introvert, I would say, but I love to make people happy and just be fun and goofy. And uh, when I do this, I get a lot of um, feedback saying, oh, I love your energy. This is what people say, not, not necessarily what I say, but um, they love my energy because I don't know, I don't know what I do, but I just, I just like it. <laughs> you, you speak from this moment, from this place of joy. Mm. At the beginning, we were talking about Mercury being, you know, one of the, the, the planets, the, the gate that you have there is really this gate of joy. Mm. So that's, that's why, and, and it's the energy that you emit. And it's not something that you're thinking about, you know, how am I going to do it? It's not something that, that's in your mind. You're just showing up. Yeah. And, and that's the essence of human design. It's just, you just showing up as you are. You're yeah. not overthinking. You're not tied to an agenda. You're not doing this because you know that you're going to get more likes. It's just you're flowing because you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of uh, when I was uh, a teenager going to high school. I had to take the train um, every morning. And um, like it was like six o'clock and everyone was just tired sitting at the gate. And I was there. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> yeah, that's you. That's that's all you. And and you have this energy of of being observed. So um, some people are more observers. So they're like flowers in the wall, observing or standing on the sidelines. And when they're ready to to share results they share them and that's how they're meant, how they're designed to create, mm -hmm. how to communicate. I am more of the observer. So I, if I share the back scenes, for example, on my social media, if I say, share the back end of my, my day to day, it doesn't really land very well. You know, people are confused. They, but when I share specific results or deliverables, it, it's, it flows with my energy. In your case, it's the opposite. People really want to see you in your day-to-day -day, doing the things you know that that's part of the observed energy they want to see you playing mm. in the playing field mm, interesting so now talking about that and mentioning social media like how can we knowing our human design like how can we translate that into marketing i think you, you just mentioned um like me as an example like um like what would be like or is it maybe just for all manifesting generators or is it specifically for, for me? Are there different nuances that, um, like, how do you do that? Like when you read like a chart, like could you specifically say, it would be good if you share, I don't know, behind the scenes and you go on video and you, you know, is that something that 
Can you go that deep? Is that possible? Yes. Yes, you can go that deep. When I read a chart, I actually go through each center. Mm -hmm. So the human design is based on these shapes, right? That you see in the middle. Each shape is called the center. So whether it's it has a color or whether it's white, um, that defines you know your definition, and that tells me how you are here to to give your energy. When you when you have definition, you are emitting this energy, and that's what's showing up on social media. So based on your definition, I can give you pointers onto you know whether are you you you're here for example to are you here to ask I ask questions you know are you ask are you here to ask inspiring questions or maybe are you here to share your strong and bold opinions or to walk people through your thought process or are you here to express yourself and share stories that really move people or to or to talk about uh, things engaging in powerful emotions or are you here to talk about how you take care of yourself and your self-love practices are you here to talk about the things that you want, about your desires and how you make things happen or how you, 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 how you go about your day in your creative flow when you just do and, you know, do and do things? Or are you here to talk about and to guide people through their fears or, you know, to teach them how to move through their fears mm -hmm. or even to how you react to stress? Like everything that I mentioned is related to a specific center. So we go through the centers, we go through how each of the gates are, are, which gates are defined. We go through how the planets are arranged because they all have specific messages to as to how you're here to show up and what you're here to talk about on, on social media. Because, and why, why all this is important? Because our words, our message is also, carries an energetic frequency, right? So when, mm -hmm. and, and we're crafting these messages based on our definition, we're putting them out in the world and whoever is going to receive them, you know, whether it's through a video, through a podcast, through a, 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 an image on social media, it's going to receive that emotional frequency. And that's what, that, that's what connects us on a deeper level. That's why we get this hunch of, I don't know what she has, but I really like her. Mm -hmm. you know, there's just something about you know about you that it really catches me and it's because i'm receiving your energy and maybe yeah. i don't have to hear you but just by looking at just by it's it stepping into your space into your social media into into your content whatever it is that you're creating just by stepping into your space i'm getting a sense of your energy mm -hmm. yeah that is yeah that is really interesting so basically it is possible let's say um Uh, as a strategy, like figuring out or reading um, this, the human design, getting confirmation on, um, for example, um, what I already felt that I I'm more like a deep connecting person that wants to that performs better in one on one or really small groups. So then, based on that, I can create my my product, exactly. um, launch in a specific way. Yes. Um, And then also you say I can I can also market in a specific way. Mm -hmm. um, so really I can from all those things that that the noise that comes in from the outside world and from all the gurus that say do this, do that, do that. I can really pick what is most aligned to me. And could, would it be beneficial even now? I'm thinking further to find 
um, someone that is more aligned with, that is, for example, also a manifesting generator? Like, would it be, should, should we go that far that we work? Um, when, we when you're working, it's, it actually works the other way. So, for example, when you're working one-on-one, -on -one, mm -hmm. you being the coach with a client, it's great if you can know your client's design so that you know how you can best support your client. Mm -hmm. And how you can best support your client is mostly going to be through your open centers. So in your case, for example, Kirsten, you have your head and your Ajna opened. So you're really good at thinking from multiple perspectives. You're really good at, you know, um, even I would say like brainstorming different ideas. You like, you know what people are thinking. You just like embrace, you just naturally know what they're thinking without them even telling you, you know, and you get a sense and that inspires even new ideas. That's why I'm so good as, as at facilitating visioning sessions. Yes. <laughs> I yes. love that. Yes. Yes, okay. because of your open centers. Yeah. So in your case, when you do one-on-one -on -one coachings or when you're in these, these space, when you're sharing your energy with, with small groups, you know, you're, you're just picking up on all these ideas. And that's what, why your workshops are so different mm. because it's kind of like you're tapping into their minds. You're like getting their ideas out without them even telling you. You know, and, and it's a wonderful space to be with with somebody who has that openness. Mm -hmm. And what, what, depending on other people, you know, depending on their open centers, the way that you coach is going to be based on your openness because you're, it's kind of like your openness is the key to your clients' mm -hmm. pains, to their insecurities, to whatever it is that they're bringing forth, where you're just getting up this sense of, okay, I don't know what's going on with you. Yeah, but I am. Yeah. I'm sharing. I had a, as a client, I had a wonderful experience with a coach who has an open throat, an open head and an open throat, and it was so amazing because I had all these ideas. We were talking about my offer, and I had all these ideas, but I couldn't really express them. But it was it was magic because she just kept on pulling them through. And I would, wow. you know, say three words, kind of, you know, very rough, you know, not really what I wanted to say, but hoping that she would get the idea and she would get my words and she would like make them into these beautiful statements, into these powerful statements. So it's, and it's because she was working from her open throat and I was amazed. I was like, I love being in your energy. You are so cool because, and, and it's not that it's not something that she was trained to do. It's just naturally, she was just being who she was. And yeah. really engaging. So that's how you, you coach. You coach through your openness. And when you're creating courses, it's the opposite. You create courses based on your definition, based on mm -hmm. the centers that you have defined, because that's the energy that travels. Okay. And that's the energy that people are going to receive from you. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, um, I think I need to book another private session with you. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, awesome, Andrea. This is this is so ex so exciting. Um, is there anything um, else that I think uh, that you think people should should know when they look into their marketing and branding um, before we wrap up this this super session that I think could go or could go oh, on like a good day? <laughs> yeah, it could totally go down the rabbit hole with human design. And in essence, you know, first when it comes to building a strategy, when it comes to you know what am I here to talk about or even course creation. There really isn't one size fits all. 
it really depends on how you are designed. And, mm -hmm. and there are tons of factors that go into consideration. That's what you, what, that's also one of the reasons why there's only one of you. And, and, and that's also one of the reasons why we shouldn't really worry about the competition because there's only one of you. There's only one who has this energetic definition who can give people this specific energy and who is here to come, you know, with a specific purpose. There's only one of you and that makes it beautiful. And the other thing is as a coach and as a service provider, don't be afraid, don't shy away from listening to that intuition, listening to that inner voice that's silently telling you, oh, maybe you should do this, you know, why don't you try that? And not being so eager to quiet it down because there is some other expert that tell, that is telling you, this isn't really how you should do it. Mm -hmm. And really receive, like you were saying, all the information that you're getting from these experts with an open heart, with an open mind, and but really receiving and choosing what you want to stay with and not, and also being keen to experiment. Because in, it's in the experimentation that we also get to know it ourselves. You know, the, yeah. that's the beautiful and the beautiful journey of being and creating a business on your own you know, and, and the self-knowledge that comes with it and the self-discovery. Yeah, absolutely. This is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Andrea. This was so cool. Um, is there anything before we end our uh, session today? How can people connect with you if they want to learn more? You mentioned you have um, a program that um, you just started. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share? How can people learn with you? about the, them and the, human the best way to connect with me is through my instagram i'm at ang.transformationcatalyst uh, yes i do have a program which is basically to show you how you are uniquely designed to run your business not only when in in the strategy part or but also on the back end how you are what support do you need so that you can build a sustainable business that's good for you and healthy for you and that can connect you with your purpose Awesome. That sounds amazing. So people, I will follow, um, please follow Andrea <laughs> on Instagram. I will share the link um, in the description of thank our you. braincast today. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Andrea. Um, this was amazing. And <laughs> yeah, and I think it's really important for us to, to really like tune in, find out who we really are so that we can shine and really bring um, to the world what we have to offer. My pleasure. It's been so good to share this space with you and with, with all your viewers and listeners. It's It's been wonderful. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Andrea. Bye. Hey, are you still there? <laughs> awesome. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate a review. Only if it's a good one, though. <laughs> we release a new episode every week, so you might want to hit the subscribe button now to get notified. Are you ready to build your online brand? Then connect with us by following the link on this page. We can work together one-on-one -on -one, or you can join our small group program. Until next time, I'm your host, Kirsten Heuer.